you know, there's certain trends that I, I'm, I'm into and there's certain that I'm like, but why? <laughs> well, okay. Isn't this an old school trend that used to happen? What Wasn't it like the bridal shower was also where like everyone would buy the bride lingerie? Yes. Did that happen at your, like you yes. had to open lingerie in front of everyone? Oh my God. The embarrassment yeah, that of to the me, lingerie. I was like, now, no. let me tell you something because I'm the oldest grandchild. I'm the yeah. oldest child. So I... I was like a baby getting married. Uh-huh. I was, I would never even like, I was embarrassed if I was sitting next to my husband on the couch and my parents walked yeah. in. I still feel that and I'm 30. Yeah. Like, it's like, like I guess, yeah. I don't know what it is, but you know, if there's a crazy commercial that comes on and my dad's in the room, I mm-hmm. still get embarrassed. Yeah. You know, and I'm, and I'm 41 years old. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to What's Up, Cuz. I'm your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we've got another great episode for you this week. Thank you all so much for emailing in your questions. If you want to email us, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So as always, let's start with an update. What's new with you, Lisa? What's going on? You know, nothing really new going on, but it's funny because, you know, you and I this week happened to go to a bridal shower. Yeah. And, uh, you know, subjects come up of bachelor and bachelorette parties. And I'm curious to know, okay, because, you know, there's a, an age gap between you and I. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to know because back 20 years ago, a bachelor and bachelorette party consisted of, you know, you getting together with your girlfriends and the guys getting together with the guys on the same night and, you know, you do something for the night and you come home. Like, yeah, you probably come home at two, three o'clock in the morning, but you always come home. Interesting. Okay. You know, so for instance, for my bachelorette party, we went out to dinner. Um, we went to like a club, but we came home. And my husband, you know, they went to like a bar. I know exactly what happened at that bar, <laughs> but then they came home. And it's like, the more I hear of how the world is evolving mm-hmm. and what people are doing these days than ages is like, it's so stressful. Like to plan a bachelor and bachelorette this day and age, it's like a trip. It's like, you know, so much money and time consuming. And I'm saying to myself, just planning a wedding is stressful enough. Mm-hmm. You have to now plan a trip for a bachelor and bachelorette party. That to me is even more stressful. <laughs> I, and I know people say, oh, okay, yeah, the best man takes care of it or the, you know, maid of honor. But you have to have somewhat of an involvement. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you really want another thing on your plate to worry about? Does it really, you know, it, even though if you say it's your last hurrah, you're obviously not going to go away and cheat on your significant other. No, I mean, hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> but so what's, what is the point of these going away bachelor and bachelorette parties? I, you want to get together with your girlfriends, go out for the night, call it a day. Like, like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. So what you, all right. So you get married. And you, you could go away with your girlfriends for a long weekend. Does it have to be called bachelor and bachelorette party, like right before the wedding? I just don't understand it. Maybe you could explain it to me. Well, something I've always seen in movies that I I don't think is true, but it blew, it blows my mind anytime I see it, is like typically the bachelor party was like the night before the wedding from what I've seen in movies. I don't know if people actually have ever done that because it's supposed to be like, this is your last night as a, you know, fully whatever. I've never heard of that happening the night before. But I'm like, that to me sounds like the absolute worst idea for anybody. Exactly. Or it's the whole premise of the movie, um, The Hangover, mm-hmm. that was super popular. And it's like, 
you know, things go wrong and they're basically struggling to even make it to the wedding. But I'm like, I don't want to be hungover the day of my wedding. Exactly. <laughs> ever. Um, or that, I think for women, would just be more of a nightmare of like the time it takes to get ready. Um, in general, I feel like it is just kind of supposed to be almost like, it is kind of like an older school mentality of almost like, oh, this is the last time you're going to be able to go do this trip with your girlfriends. Kind of like, I guess, before you're married and have kids. Says who? I know. Or it's like, once you are married, you still go to your other friends' bachelorette parties, typically, you know? So I don't I don't see how that is the rule, but I think that's, that's where the mentality came from, was almost like, oh, like, now that you're married, you don't go on this trip with your girlfriends by yourself. Like, it's like people bring their spouses. I, I don't know. I, I just, I see it as more of like a money waste thing. Like, you know, another, another thing to add to the plate. Like getting married these days is like a job. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's a lot of work. You I know? mean, I've just done like a, I've done a seating chart for like a party of mine that wasn't like this crazy big party. It was just whatever. I think it was maybe like my sweet 16 or so- something that I just, I remember sitting down trying to figure out seating. Oh, actually it was a comedy show. So I had a comedy show I was running and I had a bunch of family coming and my mom had a bunch of friends coming and I had to sit with her and figure out like, okay, let's do tables because it's going to be chaotic of everyone showing up at the same time. Yeah. Like if you think about it, like I'm sitting here thinking about it when you get engaged, Mm -hmm. you have to think about bridal shower, bachelorette party. Some people still do engagement parties. Yep. Weddings. Mm Mm-hmm. What the hell, man? Yeah. That's just too much for me to handle. Well, I mean, a trend now, too, is people usually don't go on their honeymoon right away. A lot of brides and grooms have, like, waited a bit. Well, that's the wrong You don't move. think that's the wrong one? Hello? I got <laughs> pregnant five months into my marriage. I never went on a honeymoon because... Oh, wait. Oh. Buddy and I got married a month after September 11th. Oh, right. I remember you saying this. So we were like, okay, let's postpone the honeymoon. We had this whole two-week planned in Hawaii. Wow. And he's like, let's postpone it a year, you know... Well, everything is so crazy right now. And, and, and I totally agreed with him because, yeah. listen, it was a horrible time and I, t- I was on board. But in my situation, got pregnant five months after we got married mm-hmm. and that Hawaii trip didn't happen until, you're going to laugh now when I tell you, until we had all four of our children. Really? So we went on that trip, I want to say four years ago. With the kids or without? With the kids. With the kids, of so course. So our yeah. Hawaii honeymoon <laughs> turned into a family vacation. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you can't which, leave listen, for that long. it was a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. But I just feel like unless there's a reason not to go away after you get married on your honeymoon, then you really should. Because I also feel like it's a good time to just de-stress. Yeah. Because everyone knows planning a wedding mm-hmm. is extremely stressful. There's so much controversy. I don't care what anyone says. In every wedding, there's controversy of some type. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's a nice time for the, the husband and wife to just, not that they haven't bonded already, but start. it's a new chapter in their life, basically. Right. And the beginning of a chapter. Well, here's the thing. When you talk about like weddings and even like bridal showers specifically, a lot of times there's this thing of like, is it really for the bride? Is it more for like the 
mother of the bride or the family or that like it's always like there's some feeling of like i've known brides to be like i don't really want to do the shower but my mom really wants to do the shower so it's like they do it to make the mom happy so i'm like maybe the bachelorette party almost is kind of just like to make your friends happy in a way or or i feel like the day of the wedding because it's everybody if you're having like a pretty big wedding Mm -hmm. i think it's like you probably don't feel like you really get to like party and enjoy it with your friends so that that's where I see like I guess it kind of stems in. It's like an ex- it's an excuse for all of us to get together and like everyone's actually going to come and go and have a good time situation. But but then again it depends when you get married because I know people that like they're like the last of the bunch and then it's like well now friends are pregnant or exactly. you know they can't come for that long because of kids and travel and whatnot. Yeah. So it really depends. I've only really been to one and it actually was a joint one like you said. It was like my cousin, but they just weren't, they're not big party people. Yeah. And so we just did all the cousins went down the shore and we just had like a fun weekend with the cousins. Yeah. So it was her and her husband and all of us. But and something like that is, is cute. It's fine. I'm talking yeah. about like people are booking trips. Like you got to get on an airplane. Mm-hmm. You got to like fly somewhere. You got to yeah. worry about hotels mm-hmm. and transportation. And it's just like, wow, do I really need this stress in my life right now? Yeah. It's a lot of money. And also it's, I've heard people pose the question of like, does the pri- bride or the groom when they go like pay for themselves? And I'm like, do you mean like the flight and the hotel? Or do you mean like when you're out to dinner and it varies? Some people are like, no, they don't pay for anything. I'm like, well, that's a lot. Like, it's already a lot to go. Yeah. And I was like, wait, you're supposed to pay for everything? Or I've heard vice versa where the bride or the groom, they, like, cover the cost of whatever, something. They might be like, I got the Airbnb. Just get your tickets and come. Like, but that all depends on your it own situation. It all adds up. It all it adds always up. Does. And, you know, I think you ask of too much sometimes of people. Again, like you said, it depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. What is your feeling on, I know this is something else that has evolved in the last okay. 20 years. So when I had my bridal shower... You know, a big bridal shower, Italian bridal shower. I had, yeah. don't laugh when I tell you, but I had like 150 women at my bridal shower. That's a lot. Is it basically any woman that's invited to the wedding gets exactly. invited to the shower? Exactly. Yeah, that's a, I don't think I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Personally. Well, imagine I opened, and I was very grateful, don't get me wrong, but yeah. I opened every single gift and yeah. acknowledged every single person that gave me a gift. Yeah. That's a lot. I noticed, the opening the gifts. Yeah, but I, I did notice a trend, which I have to say, this trend, I'm actually okay with, yeah. of not opening gifts at bridal showers anymore. Uh, yeah, me too. Because it's also like, it's, it is an event that everyone gets together, so it's nice to be able to talk and see everybody. Exactly. Or especially like after this year when we haven't been able to get together with everyone. Um, but I, I like that trend too of like you wrap it like clear yeah. if you wrap it in anything and like they kind of like put it on display. Exactly. And it's like you could just walk around and look at the gifts if you want to. Yeah. I mean, I have to be honest. That's actually one trend that I'm all for. Yeah. I'm all for that. I like that. You know, I'm not a, listen, I'm not a nosy person either. Like I really, no offense to you. I don't care what you gave the bride and then, oh, no, yeah. you know, <laughs> God bless. You know what I'm trying I'm to say? I'm not offended. So it's like. You know, there's certain trends that I, um, I'm into and there's certain that I'm like, but why? <laughs> well, okay. Isn't this an old school trend that used to happen? What Wasn't it like the bridal shower was also where like everyone would buy the bride lingerie? Yes. Did that happen at your, like you yes. had the open lingerie in front of everyone? Oh my God. The embarrassment yeah, that of to the me, lingerie. I was like, now, no. r- let me tell you something because I'm the oldest grandchild. I'm the yeah. oldest child. So I... I was like a baby getting married. Uh-huh. I was, I would never even like, I was embarrassed if I was sitting next to my husband on the couch and my parents walked yeah. in. 
I still feel that, and I'm 30. Yeah, like, it's like, like, I guess, I don't know what it is, but, you know, if there's a crazy commercial that comes on and my dad's in the room, I Mm -hmm. still get embarrassed. Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm 41 years old. Yeah, I wouldn't send my mom, like, two pictures of laundry I was thinking of buying. Exactly. My boyfriend being like, what one do you think's better? You know, like, I've done that with my sister, but, like, not my mom. Like, it's a little weird. It's a little bit weird. Uh But, yeah, I remember that, you know, I, I don't know if I think the the my mom actually got me the the lingerie for putting on before your wedding gown, but that was like very covered. It was white. Oh, okay. It was pretty. But then I got like a gag gift of like raunchy lingerie. Yeah, of course. And I was even embarrassed looking at it myself. I'm like, I gotta put this on. Yeah, right. It's just weird to open it in front of like. All of your aunts, all of your, like, mom's friends, whoever's there. Yeah, exactly. Remember, Mm -hmm. I was 20 years old. (laughs) I know, but that's a tradition some people still want. Like, when my cousin was getting married, she skipped um, having a shower. She just didn't want to have one. And also, she already lived with her, you know, now husband. So she was like, we have all the kitchen stuff and things like that. And she didn't live in the area either. So she's like... You know, she just wanted to skip it, but everybody wanted her to have one. And I remember one of our aunts being like, "You, you don't want us to buy you all lingerie? And she's like... No, <laughs> she was like, that is the last part that I was looking exactly, forward to yeah. of the whole thing. So, but I've heard this is a trend on bachelorette parties for like a quote kind of game or activity. Uh, I've had friends upon going had to buy just a pair of underwear, they said. Okay. So a lot of times it would just be bottoms, I guess, not like a full set, but I guess you could. And do what with them? So it's a game of the bride picks them and has to try to figure out who picked out what pair. I've never heard of that before. This is a new game. Yeah. So if like, say you have eight people going, there's eight pairs of underwear or laundry, whatever it is. Uh-huh. And then they basically have to guess and try to decide who gave them which pair. Oh boy. So. What, what about when they go away in the bachelor bachelorette parties and they all have to like bring, you know, certain bathing suits for the, for like a photo, sh- you oh, know, that's all photo extra. shoot. Or, that depends on the bride. Uh, you know, they have to wear certain color outfits. Mm-hmm. And, all, and now it's like really getting like this is becoming a job. Mm-hmm. It depends. It depends on the bride. Really? Yeah. Like my sister went to one recently that it was like there were shirts made. So everybody was in whatever the shirt said. But then she went to another one that the bride was not very like that. Mm-hmm. And they all got it was actually like a cute little fanny pack. And they were in Nashville. And so they were like out for the day or they did that little like pedal around tour thing. And it said, I think on it, just like bride tribe, like very simple, very little. But they all were like, oh, this actually is like useful for the weekend. Yeah. So people didn't really mind. Um, Yeah. I'm not the type to because I just feel like if it's another thing people have to buy and they're already buying to go on the trip. I'm just like, I'd rather you like come on the trip and spend the money on the trip and like have a good time. But that's even with like number of bridesmaids. It's a trend that has died down. Yeah, I had 32 couples yeah. in my wedding party. That's just wild to me. You know, but I, I have to say, I was the, I I have to, and I, I'm not because I'm saying, talking about myself, but I was the most easygoing bride. I went with a dress that came in literally like 30 different styles. Yeah. And I picked out the color and I said to all my bridesmaids, this is the color, go pick out whatever style you like. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone feels more comfortable in certain dresses. Why should I make someone feel uncomfortable all day? Well, that's something, too, that changes with the trends. Right now, I think that's very trendy. But for a while, it was like everyone's same style. Really? Yeah. 20 years ago. 
Because so, it's something with like, it's always about like the photos. Mm-hmm. So like I was in one and I, all of us had strapless dresses and the bride's dress was strapless. Mm-hmm. So it was this idea of like in all the photos, it's kind of this like uniform look and looks nicer. But in reality, if you look at the big picture of it, it really matter <laughs> well i just i more think of because i don't want a lot of bridesmaids honestly i'll probably just have my sister be my maid of honor mm-hmm. and like not really bother with the whole thing but that's just me yeah uh but the other part of it is i just think about like well when i go to a wedding as a guest and there's other people i know at the wedding we're all in nice dresses and take photos together and it looks fine exactly and it looks nice like so but that's you know that's just me especially of like with friends of like my really good friends in my life i'm like oh if I have a bachelorette party, I'm like, I want you to spend the money on coming to the bachelorette. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to force you to buy this dress and force you to get your hair done and your makeup and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I want you to come and come for this fun thing. Exactly. And then even if like, you know, I've had people be like, I can't afford to do bachelorette wedding mm-hmm. shower of especially if traveling, if you don't live near yeah. there. And like, I'd be the type of person to be like, well, come to the bachelorette. Like, yeah. Come for like our fun girls weekend where I can really hang out with you. Like, cause it, it sucks with any party you have. Like I just had my 30th birthday and I had a little party. And everyone had a great time and was like, oh, blah, blah. but everyone I talked to after, I was like, I-, I felt so bad that I didn't spend that much time talking to each person. Yeah. I talked to everyone, but it felt like those like five minute conversations and you're like going to talk to mm-hmm. somebody else, going to talk to somebody else. So that's the, that's the thing of like the wedding day that it's like, it's kind of exhausting in that way. No, I, I trust me. I, I believe it. When, uh, back in the day when you got married, it was tradition in in the Italian wedding that the the bride and groom had to go around to each table and greet every single person mm-hmm. and take a table shot. Table shot, like you know, a table um, with the photographer. That's what I meant to say. A oh table, my god, I thought you meant a shot of liquor. I was no, like, no, no, no. Really? A, tab- a table like... photo, a table photo oh, with okay. the bride and groom yeah. and that table. Okay, so when you come to a wedding like mine and there's, you know, 450 people, uh-huh. do you know how many tables that is? A lot of tables. You're basically not having fun or enjoying your, your, your party. You're mm-hmm. taking pictures all night. So, listen, I, I agree with some trends that are happening. I disagree with some other ones. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it comes down to the bride, the groom, and what they want. And that's it. Um, I was going to say... There's also something I feel like this was an Italian culture that a lot of people would do would be like people would wait for the bride and groom to come to the table to give them the card. Oh, yeah. Was like another thing that often happens of like, oh, I'll gi- I want to give it to them. Yeah. Like, I want to say congratulations and, and here's my gift and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, Sebastian Maniscalco is a great comic and he has a joke, I think, about that, but also about like how Italians bring cash to weddings yes and almost like they want to make sure like okay i put enough money in of if they show up and they're like oh this is like really nice oh yeah because <laughs> most people try to go by like okay you should pay at least what you think like the cost per person is or some people double the cost but like you don't know until you get there <laughs> so you're right <laughs> uh but yeah but i felt that of like every graduation party my confirmation party it was like you go around you say hello to everyone and i would have you know aunts hand me the card when yeah. i said hello like like where it kind of was like if she doesn't come say hello i'm not giving her this card yeah like, what about know. what about do you remember the back in the day that um 
when you had the briding room and you went to the reception and it was cocktail hour, the briding room were not allowed to go to cocktail hour because like they had to hide and make the grand entrance. Really? I thought yeah. they just were usually taking pictures and that's why they're not there. Well, some do, but some, I yeah. remember like when I was younger, because when, when I got married, I said, the one thing I did say was, I'm going out for my cocktail hour Yeah. because I'm going to greet everybody then because I want to party for, for my wedding. Right. But- my mother was like, you are? I'm like, <laughs> I am. <laughs> oh, man. I just, I feel like everybody comes late, a little late, to the cocktail hour. Yeah, and it's like, I guess in that, you know, mentality of back in the day, they wanted the bride and groom to make that first grand entrance. But mm-hmm. I'm like, but everyone came to church. They already saw what my dress looks like. What's the yeah. point? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, my mom's move at every wedding, if there's cocktail hour, she tries to make a plate of food. Of a little bit of everything mm-hmm. for the bride and the groom. Aww. Because she always thinks about hers because they took pictures. And she's like, by the time I got there and got in for cocktail hour, or I don't think she did the grand entrance, but, but she basically she didn't get to like really try yeah. all the stuff. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're spending all this money and you want to have a nice, nice party. And a lot of people are like, cocktail hour is my favorite. So. It, it sure is. It sure is. <laughs> it is for me. I know. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny. Someone actually emailed in just a very vague question. They just oh. called it wedding etiquette. Okay. And they literally just said, Talk about wedding etiquette and put in parentheses, gifting behavior, RSVP, attire, etc. So let me ask you this. Something with RSVPs that is a trend of everything I'm getting invited to. Uh, Most things are including both of like you can mail back the RSVP Uh or you can do it online. But a new trend is some people are only just doing it online. They're not dealing with. Oh, I know. I've gotten a couple of those. Oh, really? Okay. How do you feel about that? I have to be honest because I'm the type of person... First of all, my computer education is not up to par, mm-hmm. number one. Yeah. Number two, I'm the type of person that when I open up my mail, I need all the information in my face at once mm-hmm. because, you know, our schedules are so intertwined, especially my husband's, that if I don't know about stuff way in advance, you know, chances are it's not happening. Right. So when I get an invitation, it says, please go to www.blahblahblah to get all the information on the wedding. You think I'm actually going to stop what I'm doing to mm. go to a computer or, or type this in to, right. to navigate the information? I'm not doing it at that moment in time. <laughs> and, and to make it a step, another step is I don't know when I'm going to get to it. Right. So now oh, a couple of days have gone by, a couple of weeks gone by. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I need the information in my face. Tell mm. me who, what, when, where, why, and how. And the quicker you give me that information, the quicker I'll tell you if I can come or not. Yeah. I like just having the option. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because yeah. I don't, I mean, I think like most people, like, I don't know, or maybe my generation, I don't often go to a post office situation. Like I live in New York, so I'm lucky that like, if I just walk around, I'll come across a mailbox and yeah. drop one in or even a post office. There's many, but it's like, I, I like the choice because you you're gonna have to think of yeah if you're sending this to your older relatives like grandma it's like exactly. okay, grandma's probably not gonna log on no. and do the rsvp so i mean for me i would just be i would be more annoyed to have to sit there and be like okay who should we send the actual invites to and then who should we just send the one that's like online listen i think the option is definitely the better way to go because look at you and i for instance we're completely different lifestyles mm. now for someone who's in front of a computer all day it's easy for them to log on and get the yep. information. Their their computer's open. It's mm-hmm. there. For a person like me, 
I have to actually stop what I'm doing to go to a computer and and get the information. So so I like the the adoption part definitely. Yeah, I was gonna say I usually just do it on my phone. Like I don't even have to go find a computer. Uh, but th- here's the thing: I will complain about online. Uh, I still have to keep the invitation with the website on it mm-hmm. because it's not like this custom domain that I remember. It's yeah. not like nicoleanderic.com. Like it's zola.com yeah. slash da 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 whatever the website they use. So like I still have whatever the invitation is like on my fridge mm-hmm. till I go to the wedding. Yeah. So it's kind of funny that like, yeah, some will have all the information on it and some like won't. But I'm like, well, either way, it stays on my fridge because then I that's where I know where it is. Exactly. And even then uh, I just moved. So my one friend texted me because her shower invite, I didn't RSVP, but I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. She sent it to my old address and I was like, oh, but she texted me. And then I was like, I'll also text me your wedding website. But I was like, oh, I have to like email this website now to myself to like have on hand. Yes, that's too much thinking which for me. I know it's a lot. That's way too much thinking for me. Yeah, just give me the paper invitation. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's interesting. I uh, for gifting behavior, I mean personally, I do for the wedding. I usually just give money. And what is nice, I do like the online thing that I can just like add to the honeymoon fund on my credit card because then I don't think of it like the day of the wedding. I don't have to like bring a card with a check and etc cetera, etc cetera. i've never done that before you haven't i haven't gotten an invitation that says add to the honeymoon fund oh well it's like when you go on the registry some people do this of my one friend who's italian and getting married she doesn't have a portion on there uh-huh. she did just a registry for her shower uh-huh. but she was like she's italian and she's like well you know people are either going to buy something for the registry or they're going to like come and give me money like yeah. she's not really worried um but i just like doing it also because this is probably the millennial in me coming out but like I'm going to give this person the money anyway, but then I also get like credit card points, oh, which is very interesting. I get it. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. Or now you can use credit card points to basically like buy a gift card to Bed Bath & Beyond. Really? Yeah. So on wedding registries too, if like if you don't want to pick a specific gift, you can just pick a gift card amount to whatever thing. Look at that. But I kind of like it because I'm like, oh, I get at least credit card points for like all the money I was going to be giving these people I anyway. I got to go with the program. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I know. That's a little bit of a stretch. But um, yeah, I'm like, I pick a gift for the shower. I'll go on the registry. But a lot of times stuff just sells out. Yeah, well, I, I was kind of faced with that, too. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Cash. <laughs> <laughs> so, as far as, uh, as, far as what, attire? I mean... Listen, if the, if the invitation says black tie optional, you're going to have people in gowns, you're going to have people in tuxes, you're going to mm. have people in suits, but you're also going to have people in cocktail dresses. Yeah. But I have to tell you, and only because I'm experiencing this, so if you go online, like for a department store, let's just say, yeah. and you click on dresses, and under the dress category comes day, you know, day dresses, evening dresses, gowns. Mm. If you click on evening and gowns, the dresses that they're displaying, I mean, not 100%, maybe like 80% of them look like dresses I would wear during the day. So are people not really getting dressed up anymore? Well, you know what? It might just be because of the times right now. A lot of people are doing outdoor weddings still. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, maybe it's more that. Because I feel like I've never seen a black tie level or like even like crazy, crazy dressy level for an outdoor wedding yeah or even even just like you know even like the bride's dress is usually like a lighter flowier you know or like they think like beach wedding almost kind of vibe um but yeah i'm like i feel like no matter what wedding i go to it's varied unless it was black tie Mm -hmm. like not optional just black tie um 
yeah, that 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 filter thing is always always tricky because a lot of times, like if I'm just looking for a dress, not even for a wedding, just for something, I like shorter dresses. Yeah, I just go cocktail dress then because mm-hmm. it'll be all the short dresses. But same thing, you're just like, oh, some of these are like work dresses. Exactly. So I'm like, well, I don't want a work dress. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, but that's what I would do as far as you know, dressing for a wedding is you know figuring out what the invitation says first. But I was going to say, so when one of your kids get married, if they want to do a bachelor bachelorette party, what do you think? Oh, it's not going to be my decision. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's their wedding. It's their, it's their party. They could do whatever the hell they want. <laughs> How do you feel about when people have their parents go? Not parents. Like, usually I've seen bachelorette parties with women that, like, the mom will go and, like, a couple aunts. Listen, if, if my daughter wants me there, then, of course, I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. But if she wants to just have it with her friends, I don't get offended. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not like that. Like, I, I feel like even though there's things that I would maybe want to do differently or or I don't agree with, it's still their day. Mm-hmm. Just let them just go and have fun because it's unfortunate that you have to think of it this way. You could do so much good in someone's life for the one thing that you do that, you know, has controversy in it or, you know, there's a, an argument over is the one thing that they're going to remember. They're not going to remember all the good things. Yeah, They'll remember true. that negative thing. And I don't want it to be that way, mm. you know? Yeah, I agree. But I just thought of it now, but I'm like, I think the bachelor party for men almost is like, I hate to say this, but it's kind of an excuse of like, they can go to a strip club and they're not like shamed for it because it's like, well, it's bachelor party etiquette. Yeah. We'll but. put it this way. When it was my husband's bachelor party, my father actually went. So. Really? Yeah. And I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. Some are like, ah, family comes or, you know, if I had like my mom and say her sister go and my, aunt, you know, so my aunt come because my mom's the type. She'll be like, well, you know, I can go. Like, you mm-hmm. know, she likes to come and just see everyone and whatever. I would I would then specifically pick a place that there was like a casino or something that I yeah. would be like, OK. And then at this point in the night, you and my aunt are going to go do your own thing and I'll just be with my friends. It's funny because uh, when my husband and I had our, our, you know, bachelor, bachelor parties after it was like two or three o'clock in the morning and we ended up meeting at the same house. Like mm. we, we just said, hey, how was your night? How was my night? And called it a day. Well, that's what I was going to ask when you like said go home. Mm-hmm. Is it like you are you like sharing a room with, you know, your soon to be husband, do you mean? Or like you literally were home in like no, the apartment so, you were living? So because my husband and I lived, you know, 30 35 minutes apart um i had a bedroom at his house and he had a bedroom at my house oh okay so we would split it like you know sometimes during the week i would sleep at his house and sometimes during the week he would sleep at you know my mom's house right and so uh that particular night we actually i've been to go back to his house mm-hmm. actually i should say his mom's house <laughs> but um we always had separate bedrooms you know it's a respect thing and I always respected the rules and regulations and same same at my house, you know, <laughs> but but on this subject, I have to say that a new trend that's going on and I don't know, you know, if it's a couple years or, or I'm just, you know, mm-hmm. not my eyes are not open, but moving in together before you get married. OK, this is very interesting because we my other podcast, that's a dating podcast. We mm-hmm. had a matchmaker on and her big thing is don't move in with someone until you're engaged. Well, what's the difference between, you know, I, I mean, listen, all right, so when you're engaged, it's a step further to get married, but it's really still like you're dating. Let's be honest. I mean, there's no legal paper yeah. bonding you together. I feel that 
it's a good thing to live with someone before you get married. You think they should? I think they should. Okay, interesting. I encourage it. Mm-hmm. But would you say you you kind of were doing that a little bit? No, because no? we didn't oh, have both moms were high. Yeah, and we didn't and we didn't have our responsibilities in the house. Like we didn't right. have we didn't live under the same roof that we had to share bills that we had to, you know, cook for each mm. other, clean for each other. Okay. You know, we lived in our parents' homes. Right. So I think that a lot of new couples, the first year, they say the, fir- the first year of marriage is the toughest. And that's because you're adjusting to each other's lifestyles. Mm-hmm. You know, you're adjusting to, okay, well, are we going to do this together? Or is this going to be your task and I'm going to have this task? And right. that's everything that's got to get figured out. Mm-hmm. Marriage is already hard to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want to add that stress to it? No, let's take care of it beforehand and see if it's going to work. Yeah. And then we'll be- live happily ever after. I mean, I think like the matchmaker, I think that was kind of her compromise because the old school way is don't live at all before you're married. And then the new school way is like definitely live together before you even like fully decide to get married because you should like, you know, feel out. Mm-hmm. Do we mesh well? Uh, and one of the points she said that I actually do agree with because I've seen it with my friends was she was like, a lot of men will delay like getting engaged and getting married and they'll use moving in as like a delaying method of kind of like, well, we just moved in and blah, blah, blah. And essentially like it doesn't work out and a ring never comes. Well, no, that's a little bit, you know, taking it a little bit too far. I mean, if you're going to, yeah. if you're going to decide to move in together, say, okay, if this, let's give it a year. Mm-hmm. If this works out for a year, then we need to take the next step. Right. Because engaged. if you're really thinking about moving in with someone, then you're thinking about that this could potentially be the one for the future. Well, that's that's what you would think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but sadly, a lot of people do it just kind of out of convenience. Well, that's And are like, wrong. let's see how this goes. But that's, yeah, that's not how I would do it. I that, would be like, oh, if we're moving in, that means like a ring is coming. Exactly. And at what point? Or exactly. I have the ring and then we move it's in. It's a conversation for, for the couple to have, definitely. Yeah. But people told me I was crazy to even like say that and expect that. And I was like, well, I don't want to uproot my life, move in with someone. Yeah. And then essentially not only go through like a breakup of like someone I'm already in love with, but like, and then have to deal with moving out and what furniture we bought and what are we doing with it and who gets what or who even moves out like yeah. all those little things i'm just like no <laughs> i don't exactly. I don't. i mean i don't think anyone goes into the situation thinking like ah, oh, if it doesn't work out whatever but i've just i've seen it with friends and i think it's partly because i live in the city and rent's expensive so it's like you can have a much nicer apartment for less money if it's like two of you in a one bedroom mm-hmm. so it's very tempting like i get the temptation <laughs> trust me i can i can sense it but I just have had a few friends like live with someone and basically are at that point where they're like, okay, it's been X amount of time and he still doesn't know. And I'm just like, I do not want to be in that position. Yeah. Cause I feel like I would know before I was like, yes, let's move. If in. it's been a long time and he's feeding you the, I still don't know, then mm-hmm. it's time to pack up and leave. Yeah, for sure. I so. agree with that. Well, I was like, on that note, <laughs> I was like, I think that's it for this episode, guys. But thank you so much for emailing in. If you guys want to email us, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. And if you have time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or tell a friend, that really helps the show. So thank you all so much. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Till next time. Bye.